It sure is. It's the most wonderful time of the year here in fantasy football. We have reached the fantasy football playoffs here in the Brunswick Ballers Fantasy League. And there's only one official podcast of the Brunswick Ballers Fantasy League, and that's the Brunswick Ballers Beat. And I've been with you pretty much all year. My name is Danny Wren. I'm your host. And I'm just, I can't tell you how exciting, how excited I am to get you set for what is sure to be an exciting and unforgettable, a fun-filled quarterfinal round of the fantasy playoffs. Just think of it, folks. Next week at this time, we'll be down to our final four, okay? Can you believe it? We'll be down to the final four, this league that started so many months ago, and it's it's getting to the end. In a couple weeks' time, we're going to crown a champion, all right? We're going to crown a champion in this league. There's been so much talk all year, trash talk, good-natured trash talk, of course. But, I mean, everybody has wanted to have their say in this fantasy league, and only one person is going to be left standing. And we have eight teams left to fight it out. And we're going to get into the matchups. All right. Don't worry about that. We're going to break down the matchups. I'm going to give you my picks. I have uh, participants have called in and kind of they've called into the show today. And we're going to play play you what they had to say. Um, a lot of real good uh, information for you from, from those fantasy uh, participants. But look. Before we talk about what's to come, right, we got to talk about how we got here, okay? And we got to look at the standings. We got to look at the seeds. We got to look at the season that was, that, that was all right? And, and I, I think the biggest thing we got to start talking about is the Brunswick Gold Division. And not to a B has been crowned by the commissioner as the winner of that division. Although Yahoo says different, all right? Yahoo says the Baltimore's birds have won the division. The commissioner stepped in today via text message and said no. He said that he had uh, certified, right, that the point scored was going to be the tiebreaker, and he declared not to a B to be the winner and to be the overall number one seed. Needless to say, it wasn't taken well. Uh, there were text message text messages going back and forth all day in this league. Um, there were I know some people had talked about possible appeals, but in the end, the commissioner rules and he said not to a B is the winner. So what does that mean? That means not to a B is number one. That means the birds fell all the way to the number three seed. Okay, now you got the brawlers, Barry's brawlers. They got that number two seed. We knew that coming into the week that they'd be the number two seed. They're the division winners of the Garnet League. They're the number two seed, okay? Then to round it out, you had Raven Nation making a huge jump. Last week, they were the sixth seed. Now they're the fourth seed. Raven Nation comes in at seven and six. They're the fourth seed. And right now, there's a lot of people betting that that may be the team that wins this entire thing. They love the lineup, okay? One and done. That's Commissioner Howington. He finishes at seven and six. He is the fifth seed in this tournament. Then the team that tumbled two spots, that's Janice's team. 
She scored the most points in the fantasy league this year at 2,126 points, but she is the sixth seed. And I, I don't think there's any way other to look at this, but Finn's up really cost her that, that, you know, lucrative seed that she wanted, you know, she lost two games to Finn's up this year. And those are two games. I know she looks back at and says, I should have won those games. You win those games. And instead of being six and seven, you're eight and five. And, 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 you know, up there around a fourth seed, but Janice team is six and seven, still a dangerous six seed. Then you got Finn's up. They won last week. They get in. They had to win to get in. They did. They're six and seven. They're the seventh seed. And then the Ocho. They're coming in at five and eight. That's Chris Murphy, five and eight. He is the eighth seed, and he will take on not to a B in the first round. Okay. Now let's kind of just look back at the year. Um, you know, it, it, what a fun year it was. There was an unprecedented amount of trades. You had teams like Barry's Brawlers, One and Done, Fins Up, Not To A B. They were very active in the trade market, okay? Teams like uh, Janice team, they swung a couple. The Ocho made a, a trade here or there. Then you had the uh, Baltimore's Birds and Berries. Uh, I'm sorry, Baltimore's Birds and Raven Nation. Very, you know, very quiet on the trade front. Not many trades there. They uh, were very happy with, with what they had drafted. Then you look at the waivers, right? You, you look at the moves. I, I think I'm most impressed by not to a B. Okay. He made a total of 16 moves this year and ends up being the number one seat. Okay. Uh, as opposed to fins up who made an, <laughs> this is an astronomical amount, 65 moves just to get to six and seven and, and get himself into the playoffs. But the disparity, it's just interesting to look at the way that, that this league went and the way that folks played fantasy football this year. And again, I've said it before, I think it speaks to the success of your draft. You look at somebody like Not Tuobi, somebody like Raven Nation, somebody like the Birds. They, they felt like they drafted well. They didn't want to mess around with their team much. And in the end, you see why. They're three of the top four seeds. Then you had teams like Fins Up, One and Done, The Ocho, maybe maybe didn't get off to the kind of start that they wanted, felt that they had to reconfigure and retool their team. But you can't criticize them too much because they're in the playoffs. And folks, I, I really believe that this is a wide open playoff this year. Okay. Nobody is heads and shoulders above anybody else. If I look at rosters coming in, who do I think the best overall team is? I agree. I think it's the number one seed, not to be. I really do. I really do. I think that he is the odds-on favorite to win this thing. And he starts off with uh, the eighth seed, Chris Murphy. So looking back at the league, I know that there was some talk today about some changes that maybe could be made uh, as far as tiebreakers and that kind of thing. I know some people are still very upset with the commissioner for how he handled awarding the number one seed to not to a B. I know there are fans of Baltimore's birds that are still irate. They're demanding justice. They're saying this isn't right. Uh, Baltimore's birds himself hasn't come out and spoken and, and said anything, but his fans have been very, very vocal today. Uh, if you've looked at social media, they are not happy with the way this was handled by Commissioner Howington. And you wonder, will this have some, you, you know, what, what will this mean going forward for this league? 
will the commissioner change some of the way uh, that that he, uh, you know, some of the way the tiebreakers are dealt with uh, in the Brunswick Ballers Fantasy League? I don't know. That's a question for another day because we have the quarterfinals now to look for. To, to look forward to. But let's look back at week 13. You had Raven Nation just obliterating the Ocho uh, by 30 points. And Raven Nation left no doubt that he was going to the playoffs and he was going to be a force to be reckoned with. You had Nick's team getting their third win of the year and really dismantling Barry's Brawlers. And you kind of felt like Barry's Brawlers knew that they were the number two seed, maybe didn't kind of put forth the effort, the effort that they normally would. Nick's team gets his third win of the year, but, but really not, there was nowhere the, the brawlers really didn't have a chance to really improve on their standing. They knew they were pretty much locked into the number two seed. Then you had what I think is the favorite, not to a B. I think he's the favorite going in. He put up 192 points and I mean, embarrassed one and done 192 to 116. It was a bloodbath. Okay. It was, uh, it was just an absolute cremation and not to be as hitting on all cylinders as he goes into the playoffs. And then you had uh, fins up getting the six and seven with a 155 to 126 win over Janice team. And, and fins up is just a riddle that Janice team can't solve right now. Uh, two losses to fins up uh, on the year. And, 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 and I'm sure, you know, if you looked at those matchups, both of those matchups, you said Janice team is going to, crush fins up fins up's terrible fins up doesn't even belong on the same field and yet fins up finds a way to win those those two games so I, you know it's just crazy how fantasy football works because janice team is the highest scoring team in the league but those two weeks happen to be two of her worst weeks of the year so that's kind of what week 13 looked like and that set us up for week 14 but there's one game we didn't talk about and it ended last night and you got to tip your hat to danny dimes because he knew going into last night he was out of the playoffs right but he, he kept in his players. He kept in Lamar Jackson. He kept in Amari Cooper. And he beats Baltimore's Birds 156.96 to 156. He wins by less than one point. And by doing so, he drops Baltimore's Birds from the first seed to the third seed. It was unprecedented. I mean, it, and it, it went down to the final minute of that, uh, you know, of, of that Monday, of that, I'm sorry, that Tuesday night game last night. And you know, Dimes comes through and you knew not to a B was rooting for Danny Dimes. Uh, and, and now the birds fall to the third seed. So just, I feel like from the opening kickoff of the year, when the Kansas city chiefs hosted the Houston Texans till last night's game between the Ravens and the uh, Cowboys in the last regular season game of the fantasy season. I mean, just one unprecedented thing after another. And it was just so fun to be a part of. And, and now we're finally here at the playoffs. And, you know, now it's time to look forward, right? It's time to look at these matchups, dissect these matchups a little bit and decide who will be moving on. I have some callers that have called in their fantasy players that have called in. They want to take the time to talk with you today and give you their, uh, uh, you know, give you what they think. So we're going to run down the matchups. Okay. Let's start. And I'm just looking at my screen. Let's start with the matchup of the number one seed, not to a B, taking on the Ocho. All right. The Ocho is Chris Murphy. We were lucky enough to get the Ocho to call in just a little bit ago so we could hear his thoughts going forward uh, on his matchup with not to a B. Let's hear what he had to say. All right. Look, here's Murph from the Ocho. And you can say what you want about my team, but I'll just let you know we are ready. 
you know, we've been the, the side comments of, you know, the season of mis- misery continues, the name change every week, trying to be a little cute. But I remember a declaration that was made the night of the, the Halloween party at the Wren building uh, right outside of Brunswick. And I, I declared that my team would make the playoffs and we are here and we are ready and we will be prepared. So say what you will, uh, but we are ready to dance. Thank you. So that's, uh, that's Chris Murphy, uh, the Ocho with his thoughts uh, going forward here. Um, and yes, he did make a decree that he's, that he was going to make the playoffs. Nobody can argue that. And, and he got in at five and eight. But you have to think that he's fortunate that there were eight teams that got in the playoffs, just like several other teams, just like Fins Up. If this was a four playoff league, four team playoff league, or a six team playoff league, you know, teams like Fins Up and the Ocho would be left out, but it's not. All right. And the Ocho made it, and he's got himself a matchup with not two a B. Okay. Now, can he pull it off? Can he pull off the upset? What I'm going to do, I'm going to break this down. I'm going to look at quarterbacks, I'm going to look at receivers, running backs. Okay. Flex, and I'm just going to tell you who I think has the edge, okay? Yahoo says that not Tua B has the edge. When it comes to quarterbacks, yes, I'll take Allen and Tannehill over Rodgers and Dalton, all right? When it comes to receivers, he's got not Tua B has Hopkins and Hill. Uh, uh, Murphy runs out Brown and Parker. Slight edge to not Tua B. Running backs, Dalvin Cook and James Robinson. Do get the slight edge over Elliott and Williams. You give the edge and the flex to uh, to Murphy with Travis Kelsey. When it comes right now, uh, you know you have not to a B starting that New Orleans defense at Philadelphia, and Philadelphia starting Jalen Hurts, a rookie. I think all the edges, right, except for one, go to not to a B. I don't think that Murphy and the Ocho have enough firepower to get this done. I'm predicting not to a B to win and advance to the semifinals next week, not to a B, will advance. Then we move on to the to the round, uh, staying in the quarterfinal round. We have the fourth seed, Raven Nation, taking on the fifth seed, one and done, and that's Commissioner Howington. I was lucky enough to get Raven Nation to call in a little bit earlier tonight. Let me play you what he had to say about his team heading into the playoffs. Hello, everyone. This is Raven Nation. Welcome to the playoffs. I would like to say how proud I am of my team right now. The record may not show it, but the nation is ready to do some damage. My team so far this year has performed well at times and not so well at other times. But we're hot now, winning three in a row, and we're close to 100% health-wise. Austin Eckler being back is huge for me at running back. As long as Mahomes and Watson perform to their normal standards, we will be in good shape for the playoffs. My opponent this week is the commissioner, Steve Howington, and the nation did not compete well the last time we played them. I think they scored almost 200 points. Well, he changed his team name to one and done. So the nation is here to help them live up to the new name. Good luck, everyone, and go nation. Wow, Raven Nation. Wow, bringing the fire here tonight. And what what did he say was wrong, right? Did he say anything wrong there? I don't think so. I mean, he's got a better team, right? 
He's got a better team than one and done. He's got better quarterbacks. He's got better receivers. He's got better running backs. He's starting a defense that I think, yeah, he's starting the Seattle defense. This is going to be a runaway, folks. This is a blowout. Raven Nation will help Commissioner Howington live up to his name of one and done. This is going to be an absolute dismantling. The commissioner will be out. Raven Nation will move on in just epic fashion. Okay, I'm going ahead and go. I'm going to go ahead and call it Raven Nation in just an absolute. I mean, they're going to. Howtown's going to be calling for the mercy rule in this one. Okay, that's my prediction. I'm sticking to it. I agree with Raven Nation. All right, moving on. Right down the screen, we have Baltimore's birds. They fell into the three seed. They're not happy about it. They feel like they should have won the division, and they'll take on Janice's team. All right. Baltimore's birds, they've been one of the most unluckiest teams that I have seen here in the last few weeks. And then they get more bad news today with Christian McCaffrey coming up with some kind of phantom quad injury. Okay. So now he's gone. Uh, you know, there's questions with Raheem Mostert. All right. Miles Gaskin did play well for him last week. But, you know, you look at this team, he'll, he will insert Tom Brady into the lineup. That should help. Um, and he'll play him with Kyler Murray, who's at the all of a sudden, you know, resurging New York Giants. He's playing Diggs and Julio Jones. Is it going to be enough to, to beat Janice's team? I don't know. What I can tell you is Janice's team called in just a little bit earlier today to give us her thoughts on the playoffs. Listen to this, folks. Good evening, Brunswick Ballers Beat fans. This is Jana, the, the GM of Jana's team, and I just wanted to call and, and say how happy I am to have made the playoffs and to, to still be still be going for a championship at this point in the season. And I like my I like my chances here. I mean, I know that 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 one of the big trades I made was questionable, but one thing that I looked at was the schedule for these last three weeks of our season. And if you look at my team and the schedules that they have, we are going to put up a lot of points. We will put up a lot of points these last three weeks of the season. And and I like my chances here. I, I really do. So just wanted to. All right. So that was Jana's team. And then we, we kind of lost her there at the end, uh, but she was just wishing luck to, to everyone. And, and, and you know, she Jana's team makes good points there. Don't, you know, yes, she made trades and she was trying to set herself up. Uh, for for the final three weeks of the year. But, you know, I got to say this, folks, and and I don't mean to upset Janice's team, but I'm going to put it on the line. She made a mistake by trading away Josh Allen, and and it was a mistake trading away Tyreek Hill. All right? They are two of the most – they're two of the best fantasy scorers there are. Okay? Now, I know she's starting DK Metcalf, but if you look, that, that cost her last week, okay? Metcalf and Lockett combined for 25 points, all right? And you just never know. I mean, one of them may go off, but but they may not. And if one of them doesn't go off, right, then you're, you're, you're at a loss. Now, I think she's set up pretty good for, for this week because Wilson, Lockett, and Metcalf play the Jets, all right? And Derrick Henry, you feel like he is going to bounce back there in Jacksonville. I think she has a decision to make about Jared Goff and Phillip Rivers because Goff tomorrow night plays New England. New England, no matter what their record is, and right now they're 6-6 six and six and playing better, 
they're still tough on quarterbacks. Okay. So she has a decision to make there. This is a tough game to pick. Yahoo has this as like a 25 point spread. There's no way it's going to be that much. I, I, I don't, I don't believe that. I, this is a tough, tough matchup. You know what? I, I'm going to take what I saw in the regular season. And what I saw in the regular season is Baltimore's birds finding ways to get it done when it mattered most. And I think that continues. I'm taking the birds to win. I know Jana's team is the highest scoring team in the league, but you know, so, so much has to go right for her team to, to, to do well. Like she needs basically the threesome of Seattle to have big games every week. And I know they're playing the jets, but folks, I got a feeling it's not going to happen. I got a feeling that, that, that for some, you know, if Seattle jumps out 17, nothing, they may try to emphasize that running game a little bit. This may be more of a Chris Carson game if he's healthy. Okay. Um, so I'm taking the birds to win this game and to advance. I know that's not going to sit well with Janice team, uh, but I'm taking the birds to, to move on to the quarterfinal. So, so far the teams I have in the final four, are not to a B I have Raven nation and I have the birds. All right. Now let's move on to the game between Barry's brawlers and fins up. All right. The brawlers are the two seed. They went eight and five. They won their division. Fins up, sneaks into the playoffs at six and seven with the seventh seed. All right. Right now, Yahoo has Fins up as a 13-point favorite. Now, Barry's Brawlers always, right before game time, finds a way to come up with a, com a competitive lineup. All right. He just does. Guys, I'm I'm sorry. I, you know, I know I shouldn't be picking my own game, but I am. Okay. I don't think the Brawlers have a good enough team to win in the playoffs. I don't, okay? I don't. You look at their matchups, uh, the, the guys they depend on, okay? Terry McLaurin, all right? They go to San Francisco. He was just basically taken out of the game plan by the Steelers on Monday night, all right? And I think San Francisco may do the same, all right? You have Juju Smith-Schuster going to Buffalo. Hey, the Bills are going to focus on him. Okay, I think that's I think he could struggle there. Now, I do think that Barry's Brawlers has the edge as far as running backs. You got Nick Chubb and you got Jonathan Taylor. I think that they have an advantage over Kenyon Drake and, and, and Josh Jacobs for, for fins up. But overall, I think that if you look at the, and especially the quarterbacks right now, the Brawlers are starting Drew Locke and Tua Tungavailoa. Now, look, this is almost cruel for me, you know, because. I'm going to be rooting for Tua on Sunday. You guys know that about me. I hope he puts up 40 points. I really do because I want the Dolphins to win. And that, you know, and that means a lot to me. Uh, but I think that Finn's up with Derek Carr and Taysom Hill will outscore the Brawlers quarterbacks. And Finn's up is going to shock the world. I think they win this game. I think they beat Barry's Brawlers and get themselves into the final four. I think it will be close. I think Finn's up will be sweating it out on Monday night with Juju Smith, or I'm sorry, with uh, Nick Chubb playing Baltimore. I think it'll come down to what Chubb does. Okay. So everybody should be watching for Chubb on uh, Monday night. But uh, I, I think Finn's up finds a way. Finn, Finn's, let, let me tell you something about Finn's up. His receivers are the best in this league Keenan Allen, Adam Thielen, and Robert Woods. That's the threesome he runs out there as his receivers. You tell me. 
who has a better threesome of wide receivers that they run out there. I don't think there is any better. Okay. I, I, I really don't. So I think Finn's up will win and he will get to the final four. All right. So that is the way that I'm looking at the league or at, that I'm looking at the quarterfinals. Now, folks, in a very, very special, I, I know you didn't think this was coming. We are going to try to dial up the commissioner right now, Steve Howington. We're going to see if we can get him on the phone. We're going to call him up. Let's see if we can get him on the phone. Hey, uh, Commissioner Howington, you are live. Oh, wow. I'm live. You are live because we're running out of time and we wanted to get you on the phone. We got about five minutes left. I couldn't end this show without talking to you. I got to know your thoughts as we go into the playoffs. Well, I'm so glad I have a chance to express my thoughts. Yes. Um, I think this is going to be one of the most exciting playoffs I have seen in fantasy football. I am so excited for it. Uh, I think we have great matchups with great personalities that are colliding. I think it's going to be fun. Well, I have to ask you, Commissioner, I know there was a lot of talk today. You had to make a decision regarding the number one seed. Uh, there was a lot of talk. That had to be tough for you today. Well, normally it would be, but uh, not really that tough just because the I was clear about uh, how the standings were going to work out. Right. And uh, it was definitely by record. And then after that, it was points. Yahoo doing a little something funky with their setup. So that kind of threw a little bit of a wrench. But there was never a doubt. Everyone knew going into last night that um, it was going to it would go close one. I mean, what do we come down to? Amari Cooper catching a, a ball with a minute left. Yeah. Um, to kind of lose the division. Yeah. Um, so everyone knew what was at stake. So yeah. no controversy there. Right. But still, as the commissioner, I'm sure every morning you're waking up to some kind of new controversy to address. But that's the life of the commissioner. Am I right? Absolutely. Yep. You just Every day you just kind of handle the business as it comes up and you make the best of it. All right. Now, look, I need to ask you, your matchup, you're taking on Raven Nation. Right now, the nation is the four seed. You're the five seed. Yahoo has the nation as a favorite over you by 12 points. I know you changed your name to one and done, and nation called in earlier and was kind of making, you know, having some fun with that. Can your team hang on? Do you have a chance to win? Well, at first, the matchup, and I've been doom and gloom over these last few weeks. Yeah. My guys have not been performing. I, you know, looking at this matchup, I really did not want to face Raven Nation. I knew that it looked like that's what was going to happen, and I've been worried about it. But I kind of really started to look at the analytics of the matchup, Yep. and I'm actually not looking as bad as I thought. Now, we know he rides or dies with his quarterback. Yes. And his quarterback matchup, I kind of like it because okay. Watson is facing Chicago. Yeah. Good defense. Mahomes is facing Miami. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Good defense. Sure. So when I start to look at what carries his team, I'm not really that concerned. Okay. Because the defenses his quarterbacks are facing are tough. Now, where I'm a little worried is the running back. Right. You got Aaron Jones facing Detroit defense. They struggle. You got Eckler back and healthy facing Atlanta defense. They're awful. Yeah. Now, on the flip of that, though, is. I have players going against them, same awful defenses. I got Devontae Adams yeah. going against Detroit's defense. I got Matt Ryan 
going against uh, the Chargers defense, which is awful. So on the flip side, I have – oh, and I have uh, Justin uh, Herbert yeah. as a quarterback going against the same defense. So we actually have a lot of players that going against the same defenses, except I don't have any players facing Miami's defense, and I don't have any players facing Chicago's defense. So, Danny, yep. I like my chances. I like it. And let me tell you, if I be Raven Nation, Tua, you're going down. Oh, my. So, we might need to change your name from one and done to maybe two and done or three and done. Who knows? I mean. <laughs> Who knows? It must happen. Hey, and I think that's important. Get by the first round. If you can get to the final four, who knows what can happen. I think we got four great games coming up. I'm so excited about it. We do. And. You know what? It's fantasy football. Anything can happen any given week. You could have a player who gets hurt in the first five minutes, yep. and that could completely hurt your team. So we don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be fun. Well, Commissioner, I'm down to just one minute left. I want to thank you for calling in. You've made everybody's night. You've made everybody's holiday by calling in. And, hey, hopefully we can talk again next week. I can't wait. I look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you so much, Commissioner. Have a great evening. You too. Thank you. All right, folks. And that is going to wrap it up for us tonight. Uh, what an episode of the Brunswick Ballers beat. Maybe our best episode ever. We had all kinds of people calling in. We have predictions. We have so much to look forward to. I just want to say have a great weekend. Have a great quarterfinal round of fantasy football, the Brunswick Ballers Fantasy League. This is Danny Wren with the Brunswick Ballers beat. Have a great night. Marshmallows for toasting and caroling out in the snow. There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of 